Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, it's good to be with you. have a question for you today. What kind of ripple effect does your life have? Is it good? Is it bad? Or is it somewhere in the middle? So again, what kind of ripple effect does your life have? Because all of our lives actually have a ripple effect, probably a little more than we realize. So before we dive in, let me just welcome everyone. My name is Ruth Hendrickson. I run RHM International. The website is ruthhendrickson.org. Go there. You can find all sorts of resources and and blogs and uh, books to read, you know, recommended reading, whatever. So just check it out when you get a chance, ruthhendrickson.org. While you're there, join us, uh, sign up for the email list, become part of the family. All right. So um, what kind of impact do you have? What kind of ripples? What kind of waves are you creating? I actually have a, a shirt. I don't have it on today, but it says make waves. And, you know, I, I kind of chuckled when I saw it. And I know it's kind of a beachy type shirt, but honestly, we are supposed to make waves for the kingdom of heaven. And you could just say that right now. I am created to make waves for the kingdom of heaven. Let's say that again. I am created to make waves for the kingdom of heaven. Sometimes we're so busy trying to keep the peace that we forget that there are times, there are seasons, there are situations where we are to make waves for the kingdom of heaven because we need to have that ripple effect if we expect to bring heaven to earth, amen? So anyways, all right, think about this. If you throw a rock in the pond, the ripples go out from the stone, right? In other words, it doesn't just show at the point of impact but it goes beyond. Those of you who there's a body of water around, take some time today, go out and throw a rock in it. Fill your bathtub up, fill a sink and throw something in it and just watch those ripples as an illustration. You see, we don't tend to realize the impact that we have. We see ourselves as a pebble that doesn't have much influence. It doesn't have much force. We don't realize that in the hands of our mighty God, everything changes. You could just say right now, I'm a pebble in the hands of my mighty God, which changes everything. You see, David modeled this for us so well. I I love all the various aspects of David. God is so good in scripture to give us all these people who just model life for us, right? And so here's David. And I'm talking about when he went up against Goliath, of course, here he is just a young man. He's not a mighty warrior at this point. He is a shepherd. He is a young man who has been guarding the sheep. But what we find out that the core of this, the lesson that we find in that story is one skinny boy armed with a slingshot in a storm. I'm sorry. But yeah, he cre- he became a storm, didn't he? Let's try that again. One skinny boy armed with a slingshot and a stone could be a giant killer. Let me let me just use my storm analogy. One skinny boy armed with a slingshot and a stone created a storm that eradicated a giant, changed the trajectory of that war, brought about God's outcome, really sent the Israelite army back on their butts a little bit with where their focus has been, because if their focus had been on the size of their God, rather than the size of the giant in front of them, I'm sure this story would have read a little bit differently. But it took this one little pebble, this one little skinny guy entering the camp and picking up those smooth stones and going up against Goliath. You see, David had honed his heart and his mind to align with God. And with that alignment, the power of the Holy Spirit basically came behind that rock and gave it a mighty push, perfect trajectory, 
and the force to actually take out a giant. Why is this so important? Again, because Dave was just a little kid. He was just a little pebble. He wasn't even part of the army. Technically, he wasn't supposed to be there. He was just bringing some food. He didn't come to, to battle. He, he came to bring some food to his brothers. But you see, the Israelite army, as they camped there and as they allowed the giant to consume them, and as they had listened to his taunts and his jeering, and they had allowed that to become their identity, they allowed Goliath to put on to them an identity that was not theirs. So let's just take a moment. What or who are we allowing to put on us an identity that holds us back, that, that allows fear in, that keeps us from being the men and the women that God has created us to be? You see, when David entered into the camp, he was actually carrying faith. Just say that again. When David came into the camp, he was carrying faith. And that faith, because that faith, actually, you could say it became his armor that the fear couldn't enter in. So what happened, again, is David's stance, as he was plopped in to the middle of the Israelite army, as he looked at the giant through God's perspective, you could say he became that pebble that God threw into the mix and it had ripple effects. You see, it was David impacted in that moment, David impacted government and nations before he was even in a recognized leadership position. Some of you are waiting for that leadership position, that recognized leadership position, because you believe that you need that, you need that title, you need that identity to have impact. And I want to tell you that's not true. I want you to go back and take a look at David. Here he had a call on his life. Sure, he'd already been anointed as the next king, but he, he went, you know, that happened. He went back to guarding sheep. You know, he he went back to shepherding. He's still just a young man here. He doesn't have any official title. God's given him, he God's saying, Yeah, I have plans and purposes for you, but you know, here's the prophetic word, but it's gonna be years before it comes to its fruition. But you see, in this moment, as the young man entering the camp, not even a warrior, not recognized, he carried with him the power, the authority, the assignment from the kingdom of heaven to step into basically a leadership position and impact governments and nations because his thoughts and his visions were aligned with God. In other words, he was looking to God for his place, for his position, for his impact, not to man. So the question is, what would change if our thoughts aligned with God's? You know, it's one thing to dream about our lives, right? We all have dreams about our lives. But what happens if we go up another notch and begin to dream for our nation or our world? You know, I want to say right now um, that our world needs the body of Christ to dream for it. Your nation needs you to dream for your nation. There is so much unrest. There's so much insecurity. There's so much turmoil. There's so much evil that's been released on the face of this earth right now. The body of Christ needs to go from being inward focused to being outward focused and understand that we're created to be a people of impact. We have been thrown by almighty God into a situation for such a time as this. But the question is, are we going to have the impact? Are we going to create the ripple effect? Or are we going to try to just stay on the shore and keep quiet? So again, our world needs us, the body of Christ, to dream at a higher level, to dream with God, to have impact to a hurting world. There's a great verse in Psalms that reads, O King of Kings, will they all bow before you? 
O King of Kings, every nation will one day serve you. Allow that image to settle in your mind. What would happen if the leader of your nation served the one living God? What would happen if the compromise went away? What would happen if all the deceit and the manipulation and, and you know, all the self-serving went away from governments and they began to serve the one true living God? Just imagine that. You're like, oh, Ruth, that's impossible. God doesn't have that word in his vocabulary. I'm not talking about a one world order. I'm not talking about anything like this. I'm talking about almighty God having the power that rather than cursing our leaders, that we would pray for them, that we would cry out for them to have dreams and visions that come from heaven, that we would cry out for them to have revival, that we would cry out for them to hear the voice of God, that we would cry out for them to be to, to know God, that they would be saved from eternal damnation. Think about that, saved from hell, but, but receive heaven. Changing atmospheres on the earth for the kingdom of heaven. That's how we pray for our leadership. That's And, and sometimes we're like, well, I'm just a pebble. I don't have the influence. You don't know the breath of God, the power of God that can go behind that prayer and slay a giant. Never, ever underestimate the assignment that God has placed you on, on the face of this earth. Stop waiting for the recognized leadership position from man and understand that if God gives you an assignment, he will put his power, his breath, his passion behind it. David did not walk into that camp expecting to be affirmed, expecting to be acknowledged, expecting to kill a giant. None of that was his plan. He was merely a messenger bringing some food to his brothers. That's all he was doing. He didn't even realize that God had a bigger assignment. But when God opened that door, David stepped into it with a confidence because he had been spending time with God. And again, because of that, that one little pebble, literally the one in his slingshot, but also figuratively David, God put the power behind them that in that moment he became a leader. He shifted the course of nations. He shifted the outcome of that war, all because his focus was in the right place and he did what God told him to do. It changed everything. So again, what would happen if we were to align with God's heart and his mind for our nation? Okay, that again, we didn't curse those in authority, but we prayed for them. Um, and yes, I am going to say, because I know somebody's going to say, well, in scripture, we say those, in, we see those in authority, you know, being severely punished for not following God. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, keep in mind that many times that punishment came on the nation as a whole, not just on the leadership, it came in the nation. So as part of the nation, whatever nation you're from, what is your responsibility towards your leaders, towards those in authority? It's to pray and not to be discounting ourselves because we feel like we don't have enough impact because the breath of God could go behind that prayer, behind that action or behind that article, whatever he tells you to do and put a power to force behind it that it would not have in and of its own. Um, you know, God's heart's always for all of us to come back, no matter how far away we seem to be. He's always watching. He's looking. He's waiting because we're his creation. So what would happen if in my nation and in my world, if my thoughts aligned with God, think about this, just dream with me for a moment. If our thoughts aligned with God, if we if we understood the, the impact, the ripple effect that we could have, then of course, yes, leaders would be falling on their knees, acknowledging that there is one true God. We would have legislation being passed in each and every nation that honored God's biblical principles, rather than trying to destroy the body of Christ. Prayer would be welcome. 
it, it would just be welcome. It wouldn't be banned, but it would be welcome. Life would be value, valued worth. Let me say that again. Life would be valued, right? Okay, worship would just resound because the focus would be on God. That ripple effect goes out now, 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 which means it would also impact other nations, those around us. But it has to begin somewhere. And so why not right here? Why not right now? Why not with me? Why not with you? So are you willing to trust God to put a powerful force behind your obedience that has a ripple effect in places that you never imagined? And you know what? When we begin to align with that, God will open doors. David's heart had aligned with the Lord as he was tending the sheep. And with that, when he went to take that food to his brothers, God opened a door that he never dreamed of. And again, he stepped into it. God has doors for you. He has doors for me that we need to step into. But we have to stop discounting and disqualifying ourselves and really step into what he has. Because again, the ripple, we might be this little tiny part of the bigger story. And God brings it all together and it just goes out now, now. And people will feel the effects. Not only far out from where we're at, but it also goes into generations because God's a God of the generation. So the moment by moment decisions that you're making today need to have a ripple effect for the kingdom of heaven. Okay, let me say that again. The moment by moment decisions you're making today need to be made in such a way that they have a ripple effect for the kingdom of heaven, because you never know how God's going to use you in a way that you never imagined, that you don't even think you're qualified for, that you never envisioned to impact somebody else. It might even be, it could be your family, it could be your community, it could be your nation, it could be the world. Nothing is impossible for God. And remember, you're here for such a time as this. So he has plans and purposes and you're just aligned with him. See through his, see through his eyes, see through his, his ways. Okay, I'm rambling. I'm going to wrap this up. You are a mighty man of God. You are a mighty woman of God. You are created to slay giants. You are created to have a ripple effect. You are created to have impact for the kingdom of heaven. Never, ever discount yourself because you are created for more. So just like God put his Holy Spirit, the breath of the Holy Spirit behind what he calls you to do and step into it with a confidence, with a boldness that comes only from him and from spending time with him, from being in his presence, from beginning to understand who you are and from just saying, yes, Lord, here I am, Lord, let it start now. Use me, Lord, use me. So have an amazing day. Be so blessed. Again, uh, visit the website, ruthhendrickson.org and please share this. Okay, rate, subscribe, review, comment, uh, share it with others, tell your friends about it. Again, we just really want to equip the body of Christ to really shake up this world for the kingdom of heaven. So remember, you have value, you have worth, you can have impact. You are here for such a time as this. You are not an accident. So rise up, grab your stone, know that you have impact. Have a great day and be so blessed. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.